excuse the uh, non-docking intro music, I suppose, because we don't want to <laughs> get close. sued. It'll it's do. Close. It'll it's do. It's not too far off, like in fairness. Yeah, it's all the free, the license, the the free to license for whatever the hell you call it, music. I couldn't get something that's quite like it, but it'll do for for a week until I get more time to spend on it. Because if this is the gimmick, it's the ten minutes of gold. We got ten minutes to get through this. So I'm assuming we're going to have some new listeners to this one. So I'm Steve. Gordo, say hello to the people. Hi, I'm Gordo. I'm the alcoholic of the group. <laughs> Nicholas? I'm Nicky. I'm the other one. <laughs> There's another guy that isn't normally here from the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. He's just a dick. He hasn't got in on the NWA just yet. He hasn't but we- watched any of it yet. Oh, That's my God. That's because yeah. he doesn't like fun. He likes watching big men in fucking dog costumes he's a yeah, furry yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like Fitz is a furry confirmed but yeah um, yeah this is technically episode 1 but it's going to be titled episode 6 because we've been talking about it every episode of our normal show on the Ledge Wrestling Podcast so deal with it okay people are going to get pissed about that you- I don't care but yeah you open the show with Dave Marquez uh, he welcomes Rock and Roll Express to open the show who put Kingston and Homicide over big time there and then they both kind of put each other and was like, Jesus, we're great lads. Everything's great in the world of tag team wrestling. And then they're going to main event later, so we'll get to that. You had Trevor Murdoch then against Caleb Conley. Uh, Cornette talks about Murdoch being trained by Harley Race as the eight-time NWA champion, and they really put the NWA champions on this pedestal. I love it. Uh, but like it was like Trevor Murdoch was semi-retired, and he returned because of the NWA resurgence. We're like, yes, it's great. Everything is great in the world of NWA. Everything's so positive. <laughs> <laughs> Love people in dog costumes barking the long to Roman Reigns' theme music. All that sort of stuff. But like to tell the story of Trevor Murdoch, just he went back into civilian life and, you know, NWA has brought him back. And he's just there, he's fighting for a contract, Nicky. That's all he wants. Well, that's, that's all anyone wants is an NWA contract. Exactly. It's the most important thing in the world. Uh, when he gets it, then he can move up the ranks into each title. And it, oh, I love the way they do it. Um, but you had a lion salt in this match. I was like, oh, that's a bit flippy for the NWA now. <laughs> Easy, but it didn't work for him. So he got caught out, knees up. And high risk, high risk maneuvers, you know. It's high risk. And you just see risk. the crowd. Like the finish was uh, Murdoch going up for a top rope bulldog. The crowd were like, what are you doing up there? Get off the top <laughs> rope. You could be killed. So he's kind of coming up behind the rest of them. I assume at the pay per view. He'll have a match for a contract or something. It'll be... It's good stuff. It's just good stuff. It's simple. It's yep. so simple, and that's what makes it so good. It's yep. the team can, of the whole show, really. Yeah, you can get behind anybody in there because they just build them so well. It's a smaller roster. You're not getting lost in reams and reams of people who all look the same. It's just characters. Joe Galley then interviews Aaron Stevens, Gordo, out in his Shakespeare get-up. But, crucially, oh. no pants. Because, you see... He was in the middle of getting changed to come out, but he decided, no, I, I'm going to leave the NWA. I'm going to leave professional wrestling. So he's wearing the Shakespearean type clothes with no pants except for his skin colored trunks, which are, they're yeah, they're odd. a sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd, there was an audible gasp when he walked out and you could see his bare arse essentially. But yeah, he's like, Every, I'm going to leave pro wrestling and leave the NWA. And then Joe Galley just jumps in and he's like, well, well, you're giving the people what they want. It's just a great line. <laughs> uh, he says he quits. He's going back there to put pants on and then he's going to hit a button on his phone to confirm his role in Shogun of Malibu. He's going to California. Could he not put the pants on first? I mean, he was in the middle of changing though. 
And he said, it's you know true. what, I'm just, I got it. It was a, like an emotional moment for me. He said, I have to do this now or never. <laughs> so it's I'm either going to. Emotional gonna... epiphany. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a put, uh, have you ever had a taken your pants off epiphany, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to basically put pants on or he's going to quit professional wrestling forever. It's as simple as that. Thunder Rosa, Marty Bell versus Crystal Rose and Brooklyn Creed. Um, they're just, they're doing the Thunder Rosa. They're telling another good story there. They showed yeah. clips of her in her MMA fight. She's really, yeah. really good. Look Cornet. forward to the inevitable her and K match, because that's going to be... Yeah, I assume yeah. Marty Bell screws her over for the title down the line or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the interview post-match then, you know, kind of Marty Bell say Rose is her future and Alison K is the past. And Rosa speaks in Spanish and Marty Bell is translating while staring right at Dave Marquez, never breaking eye contact, translating <laughs> and not moving her head. It was incredible. Oh, Baxter, uh, you know I don't speak Spanish. You don't speak <laughs> Spanish. Next, he had Cole Cabana. I am excited! He's excited because he's the new national champion. <laughs> uh, the thing with Ricky, it's just a great baby, baby face promo where he was coming up, you know, I had a hurt knee and then I didn't have the heart for it, but I did it and here I am holding championship gold. And Ricky Starks comes out and just circles him. I like this thing where he circles people. It's good. <laughs> it's intimidating. Gets the people going. Um, provocative. Provocative. Uh, crocodile leather is his pleasure, but he's sold on gold, lads. He is sold on gold. <laughs> sold. Something tells me that's the match. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my. Speaking of questions, the question mark. Do we actually know who the question mark is? I meant to Google this to see who it was. It's, is that not obviously Josephus? Is that just me? I thought it looked oh. like Josephus. Oh, okay. There you go. Or is it? That is the question. <laughs> <With> the, <laughs> that's, that's why he's called the question mark. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, like... The Eli Drake interview then was great. It did the thing where they're, they're bringing in the real life story with this Camille thing. So Camille going out with Bram. What do they call him in this again? Uh, Tom Latimer. Tom Latimer. Um, so they're kind of bringing that in. It's like, why are you out here defending Camille against Eli Drake? It's it's an interesting one. The whole show revolves around Camille. Oh, a woman. But our, our good friend Tony Falk from Paducah, Kentucky, Kentucky had another <laughs> another thing to say. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. I'm Tony Falk from Paducah, Kentucky. I love wrestling and I love farming. So I decided to combine the two and start Tony Falk's Wrestling Farm. And he started Amazing. Tony Falk's Wrestling Farm where he grows baby faces and heels. And for only $15,000, you can have your own baby face or heel. <laughs> is that not slavery? Yes, <laughs> probably is. That's just called a WWE contract, Nick. <laughs> that's, I was going to say, when did Tony Fox take over the performance center? But when you get there, just tell him Uncle Tony sent you. <laughs> Uncle Tony sent you. There's no Stand lockers for- left in the performance center, but just tell them Uncle Tony sent you and you'll get yourself a locker. And then you had... You don't uh, we don't. He's too good. You had the Nick Aldis interview then, you know, recap of all the stuff last week with Tim Storm. Is that, it missed Tim Storm this week. He's like the two biggest baby faces in the world at the moment, Tim Storm and Cody Rhodes. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> what is wrestling? What is wrestling? But he sat ringside for the tag team title match. Um, they did the thing where they're going to go to commercial break before the match, but the wrestlers started fighting and they couldn't go to commercial break. Oh, my God. Loved it. I Don't just kind of, kind of wanted to see the commercial break, though. I do love the commercial break. It's true. It is. There is nothing better than NWA commercial breaks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the finish then, the pop-up powerbomb, and then your man rolls Kingston by the bad leg that they were working for the match into a catching kind of German suplex for the win. 
But then Camille comes out, assuming that she's coming out to celebrate with Latimer. But then Aldous stops her from getting into the ring. And then James Storm comes out to figure out what's going on. And then Eli Drake is out. And then the Dawsons are out. And then Mr. Anderson. Everybody's out. And this just ends with Into the Fire playing as all these boys are trying to figure out what the hell's going on here. They all want titles. They all want titles. Or Camille. One or the other, we don't know. But basically, <laughs> the under, entire show. I can understand show. wanting either of those things. Yes, of course. <laughs> NWA Camille is the next pay per view name because that seems to be what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I love this show and I can't get enough of it. And Fitz needs to start watching it. He really does, and I hope he's listening because Fitz will start watching the fucking thing. Uh, yeah. Six weeks of gold. Uh, so six far. weeks of gold. Um, um, yeah, I just every week I look forward to it. Well, it doesn't matter how long into the week I have to wait before I get to watch it I just look forward to that hour where I can sit down forget everything and just enjoy watching wrestling it's yep. Yep, I can't speak high enough of it honestly um, yep. and how the hell did WDB miss the boat with Aaron Stevens Damien Sandow he's like infectious he's so entertaining it's ridiculous he just he gets the crowd yep he just works the crowd Crowd reaction yeah. is great with crowd reaction. I love when he just shouts silence and everyone just boos him more. It's like <laughs> palm of his hand. But yeah, we're going to run over time because we're going to hit that 10 minutes. So that was our first run through it. Next week, episode seven of 10 Minutes of Gold by the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. And we'll see how we get on. Boys, thank you. Good evening. Thank you.